What's up, guys? Happy Wednesday. It's episode 166. Welcome back to the show. up it's Jacqueline happy Tuesday welcome fucking Wednesday <laughs> welcome back to the show hi how's it going um let's do a podcast first off hit that subscribe button I'm here seven days a week I'm prepared today I am prepared uh, normally I do an audio diary I sit and talk about my life I talk about my day-to-day shit but today is all about uh current events stuff I've learned on the internet uh uh, during my journey of social media addiction one day at a time I'm getting a little bit more and more addicted and I'm, I'm learning as I'm getting addicted so it's positive um is it illegal I'm looking at my dog right now is it illegal to fucking feed them like exclusively <laughs> dog treats <laughs> instead of their dog kibble because I'm trying to keep him occupied right now and I just put a shit ton of treats in his bowl and he's probably gonna have diarrhea, but, uh, all right. Anyways, guys, another thing, here's one thing to report about my personal life before I go over some, uh, news, some crazy ass updates going on in the world. Uh, it's like, here's where I'm at with the dog and and my lifestyle. As you know, I have a golden retriever puppy and you know, he's perfect. Everything's amazing. (sighs) However, it's, uh, there's a lot of cleanup involved. Um, there's a lot of extra grime around my apartment. I am slightly, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a clean, re- clean freak. Where am I going with this? Where am I going? With th- I'm going to have to be a fucking Zamboni driver every night around my apartment. Like I have this mop in my shower every single night for like, at, I, I've been doing this recently you know, he's sleeping, he's ready to go to bed. I go get that mop out of the shower. I get it really cleaned up and I go around my apartment, like back and forth with the mop. And I clean up all the grime because it's, there's just, it accumulates, it accumulates all day. And I just, I get really stressed out, especially in the morning when I wake up and there's like a film of his fucking like, like fur and, and little speckles of dirt. And I have white floors in my kitchen I don't know. Do I buy one of those robots? Do I buy one of the, like those floor robots? How do dogs do with those? I'm sure they're fine once they get used to it, but I feel like right now in his puppy face, he'd fucking sit on it and he would uh, get ran over by it. <laughs> he'd like chew it up. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like, you know how at the skate parks or whatever the fuck, the skating rinks, they have to uh, go over the ice uh, to cover up all the skate tracks at the end of the day I have an allergic reaction happening right now on my wrist guys I got this cheap ass skin flesh toned uh, white person flesh toned how do I say can you even say nude anymore like that is is, is that not okay now it's like a tan shade apple watch strap and it literally it's like burning my skin off (laughs) I don't know if the, what the material is, but it was like $12, but I'm like, I, I just took it off. Um, I need to probably buy something, um, high class and, uh, or just use the one I, it, that it came with the Apple issued one. So yeah, I'm just kind of like, that's my current life update. Um, 
I just feel like part my like my routine of of uh, my my end of the day is like okay, put on my skincare, brush my teeth, all that stuff, bedtime stuff, and then I go I go to the fucking shower and whip out a mop, and. I have to make sure he's asleep or else he'll come after me and just like get all over it and, and jump on me. So anyways, I kind of want to cut to the chase here. Um, I don't know. GameStop, like, I don't know how to transition. I don't have transition music. Um, but I guess let's just get into it here. Here's how this episode's going to go. I got some updates about the world, current events, and then I'm going to do an intermission and read, uh, I think it was like an eight paragraph essay my neighbor wrote and posted on the the mailboxes about a, a toilet seat issue so there's going to be an intermission that's kind of light and fun about that and then I'm going to end it with TikToks should I learned on TikTok um you know something light and fun at the end and uh, I don't know he's done eating his treats uh, okay I don't know I'm going to stop I should just like ignore him during this episode my wrist really hurts. That kind of like it's it's literally like my skin is like burning off. It looks like I I got a sunburn. It's peeling. How's your Wednesday? I mean, it's middle of the week. I you know, to be honest, not I, I usually do like what did I do today? It was like a work day. Okay, that's it. Um all right, here we go. I don't even know where to start. I have a lot of thoughts about these things I'm going to read. Uh this going to be this is going to be rant heavy. I will be letting my fucking gums flap and I will be, I'm going to be extra negative and pissed off in this next segment. So just, you're going to be pissed off. You should be pissed off too. If you're not, I don't know. I mean, your opinion's valid and you know, maybe school me in my DMs. Let me know why these things are great. Uh, for our country and for our world. Here we go. Fucking Oregon Department of Education said asking students to show their work in math class is a form of white supremacy. First news of the day here. (sighs) They're promoting in Oregon a fucking teacher program that seeks to undo racism in mathematics. There's a toolkit given to the teachers now in Oregon that includes a list of ways white supremacy culture, a toolkit includes a list of ways white supremacy culture allegedly infiltrates math classrooms. I'm going to go to a different website here that I saw, fucking New York Post. Here we go. Adding wokeness, Oregon promotes teacher program to subtract racism in mathematics. Oregon Department of Education recently encouraged teachers to register for training that encourages etho, fuck, ethno mathematics and argues, among other things, that white supremacy manifests itself in the focus on finding the right answer. I'm, just, I'm not going to add any comments. I'm just going to read this. Um, An Oregon Department of Education newsletter sent last week advertises a February 21st Pathway to Math Equity micro course, which is designed for middle school teachers to make use of a toolkit dismantling racism in mathematics. Okay. Hey. I know. He's pissed. All right. Me too. 
The concept of mathematics being purely objective is unequivocally false, and teaching it is even much less so. I... Who the fuck thought of this? Who the f Sorry. Like, this is why I was saying, I think yesterday, that there's like a new brain. <laughs> there's like a new fucking human type like brain type that's so like my and the point is like who would think this who would ever think think that having a student show their work on paper on their homework or whatever the fuck or going up on the, the board in class and showing how they're going to solve the problem in math is a form of white supremacy show me there's seven billion people in this world there is how in the fuck did one, did somebody, I know that that makes sense because obviously that uh, anything is possible. With, oh, there's so many people. Of course, the people have strange thoughts and would fucking come up with that. But it's a fucking reach. It's a fucking reach. Fuck you, Oregon. I'm not into this. I hope no other state starts doing this shit. Um, this world is fucked. I, get me out. Elon, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll volunteer. I'll go to Mars first. I'll fucking get on that jet. I'll fucking go. Get me out of here. <laughs> He's looking at my cookies. I have a thing of cookies sitting on the counter. Dude, you're going to die if you eat chocolate. You can't have those. Dude, I'm, I'm getting my period. If you can't tell by my angst. Is that TMI? I know. I never want to talk about that, but you know what? As a girl who's on the microphone seven days a week, talking to you like a friend, that's what's up. Okay. It's on its way. And, and I'm that type of, I'm, I'm that type of chick where, uh, I need those, those types of, uh, items in my household during my, uh, God damn it. I need like my chocolate and shit. Okay. Jim, please don't eat my sweatshirt. That hurts. Here, where's your toy? Wait, I should just ignore him. He'll ignore me. Okay. I'm going to take a drink of my LaCroix and settle down. I kind of want to keep reading this, but I also have other stuff to talk about. Let's just go to the next topic. So, yeah. Showing your work in math is fucking, um, apparently it's a form of white supremacy. And I need to know who came up with that and I need to go fucking, uh, egg their house. Let's all egg their, let's all fucking go egg their house. <laughs> they need to be under that person. Whoever the fuck came up with this should be executed. No, that's, that's too extreme. They should be psychoanal, like their brain needs to be studied. This is a new brain. This is a per this is not normal. Next fucking thing here. I'm just going to move on. Um here we go. Let's go over let's go over the pond. Let's cross the pond. Let's go to England. <sighs> UK hospital replaces the term breast milk with human milk. To be more inclusive. Need I say more? I mean, what the fuck? Again, what the fuck? A hospital in the, the United Kingdom announced on Wednesday that it will begin using language that is more inclusive of transgender and non-binary people 
in its facilities. Our approach has been carefully considered to be inclusive oh fuck, of trans and non-binary birthing people with, without excluding the language of... I should actually try hard because I can actually do an accent. I fucking sucked at that. Non-binary... Non, okay. Our approach has been carefully considered to be inclusive, inclusive of trans and non-binary birthing people without excluding the language of women or motherhood. Brighton and Sussex maternity said on Twitter. Twitter. What other words are they changing up here? I think they have a whole list. Fucking A. It's like they're... This is what this is what all this woke stuff reminds me of. It, the comparison in my brain is like... Because, again... I uh, I don't I don't drive with any of this I don't get it I just think it's it's like I believe here here's what I have to say I think a lot of it is it how do I say this it's never the people within coming out and say, like and promoting the fact that they feel um like for example. It's not like the transgender community is leading the pack and saying, hey, you guys should call it human milk. It's always woke people that are, they have a normal life. They, they're usually, everything's fine for them. A lot of times they're like middle-aged white women. Um, that's just what the, tra in my, you know, what I observe, and I'm just taking inventory of things I see on the internet and social media circling around. It's a lot of like middle-aged white women that are that are fucking rich and like their lives are good and they're they're like oh well have we we've never guys it's like they get her they sit around and fucking drink their tea and go I wonder you know it must suck for transgenders that we call it breast milk oh it must suck really bad they must really hate it we should go in and um, reach out to them and see if you know if changing it would make them feel better about being alive on this planet and they, that they would feel more included and more like, eh. so it's less, so it's like other people babysitting these, like us, these groups, these tiny minority, like tiny pockets of our population. And then in turn, everything flips. Now all of society has to adjust to fit their fucking needs and their wants and it's like and it was literally created out of thin air how many fucking years have we called it breast milk for all of time it there's it comes from a breast it is milk there's it, uh, human milk Okay, here. There's a 19-page document that has a table of gender-inclusive language that staff can use. Let's fucking read it. <sighs> Page not found. Yeah, I hope it was banned. 404 air, bitch. Guys, I uh, I get sweet sometimes, and I also get salty. And today's a salty episode. Just just fly with it with me. Just let's let's get let's just. I'm pissed. Okay, so. Oh Jesus Christ! All right. I am looking forward to a time when this standard of inclusive care is in fact business as usual. For the whole of the NHS National Health Service that's over in the UK. That being said, okay, Jimmy, that's you're gonna you're killing the vibe. Please don't eat my microphone cord. This is so hard to podcast with a puppy. <sighs> that being said, 
improvement has to start somewhere. And I'm particularly, particular, particularly proud of all the hard work our service has put into this award-winning work. Oh my God. <laughs> calling it it's award-winning work to fucking change it from breast milk to human milk that is the biggest fucking cringe flop dumbass thing i've ever seen in my life i never thought i'd live in a world this fucking stupid it's just like a bunch of unnecessary bullshit isn't it or am i just being um or do i just have white privilege and and my life is so good. I don't have to worry about any of this shit. Fuck it. Let's just move on. Let's let's rant. Oh, let's let's bitch about a uh, an Anderson Cooper quote. CNN's Anderson Cooper compared the Capitol riots to the Rwanda genocide. All right, guys. Let's go to uh, worldvision.org and read about the Rwanda genocide and compare it to the fucking Capitol riots. See, so. <laughs> Anderson Cooper compared the fucking capital riot to the Rwanda 800,000 deaths genocide. (laughs) I don't know my history uh, that well. I did watch Hotel Rwanda. I do recall... There was mass execution spanning over something like a hundred days. It was a sl- it was a brutal slaughter. And according to WorldVision.org, eight hundred thousand people fucking died. So eight hundred thousand, like a handful of the Capitol riots. I don't even know. Like I feel like a lot of those deaths happened after the fact with people committing suicide. I guess right. Like there was a the one woman shot. But who? Okay, so what the fuck um let's put his head under a fucking microscope and, and let's read it just like the fucking person in Oregon thinking that mathematics uh showing your work in mathematics is a form of white supremacy these brains need to be fucking studied is there actually like news about that is that is he getting like blown up for this Anderson Cooper Rwanda There's like a bunch of fucking pictures of him reporting in Rwanda. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Guys, what world do we live in? Like, what the fuck? <sighs> okay. Uh, let me see here. I just don't want to read all these quotes. It's just like a bunch of bullshit. Um, it's I, it's as if, you know, I think what he meant, my sister's calling. Can I just answer this Telegram podcast? I think he meant like that's going to be the future of this shit continues. It will turn into fucking Rwanda. Hey, I'm podcasting. You want to be on speaker? Not really. Okay, I'll just call you back. I'm going to end it in like no, 15 no. We want to know if you Traveling, all we want to know is, is that letter addressed to you? No, that was my neighbors fighting, and I thought it was hilarious. I thought it would be oh, fun for you guys to how read. Did, how did, but how did you get the letter? It was posted on the mailboxes. I'm actually going to read it on the podcast and, like, talk oh about it. Oh, my God. So no, funny. I'm not in trouble or anything. No. I was like, what in the heck? My sister's banging on the, to- on 
okay. Well, you know I don't put the toilet seat. What? I, wait. Yeah, you know I keep the toilet seat up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, all that. Okay. Well, we were concerned. We thought that you were getting like a letter from your, you know. No, no, no. It's my two neighbors fighting. I think it's the school teacher and then the. Um, the vegan. Why would a law student be acting like that? I don't know. She's like, it's. I have to work at. Home, I have to study at home because uh, I'll read. I just want to read it. I want to. I'm teasing you right now, but I'll read it to the podcast people. Jacqueline, I've read the whole thing. I know, but I'm. I'm literally recording right now. Okay. Well, you can edit this portion out because you know I don't like to be on your podcast. Okay. Well, I'll call you back. How about that? Well, I'm gonna go to bed, but we can talk tomorrow. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. I think it's funny. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Anyways, uh, sorry. Yeah, so let's let's switch gears. Let's pivot. <sighs> Jim, hey. Ready? Get it. He's he's really he needs my attention right now. Sorry, I'm just like you know, I, I I'm not stopping this recording. <laughs> he's humping my leg. <laughs> he's humping my leg. Jimmy. Okay. Moving on. We got. Next story. The nation's largest health insurer wants to match doctors with patients based on race. This is United Healthcare. And here we go. A presentation from the nation's largest health insurance company encourages matching doctors and patients based on their race, despite finding discomfort with the idea in company surveys. Doing it anyways. Even though this is fucking racist. Like, literally, this is... So, how is being racist not racist? Like, how is this fine? This is literally racist. After the title slide, the December... Excuse me. After the title slide, the December 2020 United Healthcare presentation presents as an opportunity the problem that currently doctors and patients do not segregate enough based on race and claims benefits of doing so. Consumers would like to establish relationships with physicians who they are comfortable with. Physicians of similar backgrounds, life experience, etc. One demographic factor that facilitates comfort is race, and currently this is not available in our physician directories. Clinical evidence shows that consumers benefit from having physicians of same race for diagnosis and treatment of frequently occurring. You know what? I just, um, hmm. You know what? I I actually I'm gonna I'm gonna take back what I what I th- initially thought. I think it, this is one of those things that goes without being said. Like, you if you get to pick your doctor, if you get to be picky and choosy, and you know you go to the it, everything's online now. You go look at everyone's picture and you see that there's a black doctor and you can select them on your when you log into your um the provider website or whatever like pick the black doctor if you're black pick the white doctor if you're white pick the woman doctor if you're a woman if you want a woman over a man like it goes without being said I feel like people already do this and I think naturally that makes sense like you want to be comfortable and and if you're used to a certain um it if a race affects you (laughs) if you're a racist motherfucker and you you don't want to no I think uh we're very, uh, what's the word? We like our kind and we flock to our kind at the end of the day. That's just a natural thing that happens. If you watch kids, like, like 
I just remember being in school and it was like, and I went to a high school where it was like 70% Mexicans. And it's like all the Mexicans, all the Mexican kids hung out with each other because they under like they, it wasn't like, oh, the white kids don't like the Mexicans or the, no, it was like, they just let you like your kind and there's nothing wrong with that. It's not like we didn't, it's, it's literally like, there's no, there's no bad juju or energy between the two groups. It's just like the way it is. So I think this is fine. I just think calling it, calling, like making it a thing now and making a whole presentation about it seems unnecessary. Again, this is something that seems like it, uh, it wasn't an issue and like, they're just making it a a thing now when I I feel like people already do this. In fact, one of my doctors right now is black and I don't even think about it or care or it, I, I literally, I'm like friends with her. I don't care. It's like not, and I know my, my therapist is Indian. Like this would never cross my mind. I don't know. Okay. So there's a headline, <laughs> just some bullshit. Um, I'm trying to see if there's quotes here. I don't care. Um, Oh, Governor Cuomo. Cuomo? Mayor Cuomo? Is he fucking governor or mayor? What the fuck is he? Here we go. Governor Cuomo. Yeah, I knew that. Isn't there... What's Mayor Garcetti, right? Duh. Uh, Now there's news out that um, he fucking purposely hid the nursing home death toll data so the feds wouldn't find out. So here on New York Times, you got Cuomo faces revolt. Uh, Excuse me. Cuomo faces revolt as legislators move. Legislators move to strip him of pandemic powers. Well, uh, in other news, Biden's sending his fucking state $50 million out of that package. So if you fuck up, Biden will bail your state out. So that's also that's just like a side. I just want to insert that that uh that package a big stimulus package it's got a hefty check going to new york's uh new york so uh yeah is that based on population i don't give a fuck um oh god i wonder what california's getting Dude, Texas doesn't have power. Should I talk should I talk about that right now? Jesus. Okay. I should read the news more often. I like this. Um Democratic lawmakers have began to challenge Governor Andrew Cuomo. Okay. Is there anything juicy here? You guys probably might already know know about this. Yeah. Impeach him. Get rid of him. He's at like this is where okay, this is lit okay. Okay. This should be automatic. You get the fuck out. You're done. Jail. If this man continues as governor, after this comes out, and if they, if if this proves to be true, I'm gonna move to Canada. I don't know. I, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. This is just. It's the whole, like, now that I'm in my 
I'm older and, and a little wiser. I'm looking around and I literally thought like growing up, you're like, oh, the politicians know everything. They're like, you know, in power or in charge and they're like taking care of all of us. And, you know, we can look up to them. And now I'm like, okay, looking around going, shit's fucked. <laughs> I'm swearing a lot on this episode. And I'm not trying not to. Sometimes you guys, you know how on other episodes I'm like, oh, I'm swearing too much. Oh, I should tone it back or I should dial it back. Not this one. What's next? We got some bullshit here about uh, White House lawyers told Mina Harris to stop using Aunt Kamala's uh, image or whatever to build her brand. And I went to her Instagram like, what's her brand? So Mina Harris is Kamala's niece. Uh, You know what? Let her do it. She's almost to a million on Instagram. This is her fucking year to get to a million. Let her put Kamala on her on her stuff. Let her use Kamala to build her brand. I'm rooting for Mina. Mina, if I was in your position and see and I saw 813k on my Instagram following, and and I knew that um, my my aunt was in power and you know I could use her name and, and her image to help me. And my my she she's the founder and CEO of Phenomenal. I should reach out to her. Female powered lifestyle brand bringing awareness to causes and culture. Yeah, okay, we know it's one hundred percent black owned. Okay, women led. Awesome. Get the f- official phenomenal. I'm just you know. I'll be honest. I don't know how I feel about calling attention to black owned businesses. Like, I guess here's what I have to say about all that stuff, especially when I go to the the apps where it's like black owned restaurants to order from or black movies to watch on Netflix or whatever. how do I say this? I just feel like having everything should be on the same. I believe in equality, right? Across everybody. Everyone has the same value. Everyone is this, everyone, it matters. I didn't really, I thought all lives matter. People were fucking dumb at first, but I'm starting to get it. I'm like, if we're highlighting it's like it's like how how do I say this I just feel like it's not it doesn't need to be said like it it should that's like making it I don't know fucking a I probably shouldn't say that but we shouldn't even include like here's it I don't know. I just don't see it. I just don't see the real life. I don't see our reality, the physical world. The physical world and the virtual world do not match each other. And I think we need to bridge that gap. And I think one of the big things we need to do is stop making race such a big issue. Because when you're out in the world, it fucking isn't. It literally isn't. And what's your direct experience with that? Is that, is your direct experience with that? If you're, um, you know, if you've experienced racism over the course of your 30 years of life and in second grade, you're, you're the only, you know, colored person in class and you, someone, you know, made fun of you. And then you have that documented as experiencing racism. And then a few times, you know, throughout your life, you know, it's happened, but it's like right now, for the most part, 
you're everything's fucking fine right I know there still is racism I'm not saying there isn't I am not ignorant to that I'm just saying that it seems so extreme when you go to the internet and, and you look at how it's being uh talked about and then you go out in the world and it's like not that at all <sighs> so anyways um uh, yeah Mina Harris I'm rooting for you just you know uh but also like do it yourself man like it's your brand you don't need Kamala's help I think it's cool that your aunt's a VP but like you know uh, it's, it's your time to shine here we got let me just go to her um book here um actually I'm not logged in on Chrome I don't know I should just pivot let's just do this let's just read this letter from my neighbors okay so I go out on a walk tonight and I go to my um my mailbox right and I read this and at first I got scared I thought it was about me okay I was like oh shit I have a puppy I'm being loud something's happening he like barked and someone's pissed okay here it's kind of long but I think this might be fun to read I don't actually know who these people are that are fighting I, I'm assuming I had to like think about locations like where the noise complaint is coming from on this letter I think it's my neighbor that took my garbage out of no took that she was the neighbor I told a story about where I was putting I, I put like a small cardboard box in the garbage instead of the recycling because I didn't know the recycling code and so I just said fuck it I'll just not recycle this and then she's like oh can I take it out for you and like can I recycle it for you and I literally walked away and let her dumpster dive to fucking put it in the recycling so that's I think the neighbor that is making the noise and I think the neighbor that got pissed I guess she blew up and like got my landlord involved today is the school teacher neighbor retired school teacher neighbor so let's do it Good morning, ma'am. This is your neighbor. Just would like to apologize. You know we live in an apartment complex with extremely thin walls. Trust me, I hear the same things you do. The loud bangs, closet shutting, dogs running around, balls bouncing, furniture moving, loud music and TV, etc. See, when I read dogs running around, I was like, oh, fuck, this is about me. Because, I don't know. (sighs) I kind of got nervous at this point. But I make a point, I make it a point to be extremely quiet because I know you like to complain about me making noise. <clears throat> then I knew it wasn't about me because I have never gotten a noise complaint. I hear the same things you do, but I don't mind because, or I don't complain because I understand that it's a problem for everyone. If I, if I try to be any quieter, the only thing I can do is just breathe. <laughs> I'm a law student, so I'm literally studying and on my computer from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. I don't have people over ever. Occasionally, I'll have my boyfriend come over, but that's usually once a week. Oh, that sucks, dude. (laughs) I hear the same exact noises you do. I'm sorry you think those noises are coming from me, but I make a a point to be as quiet as possible because I don't want to anger you. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is the part where I was like, what in the fuck? This is so petty. <laughs> the thing is, my toilet cover is very loud. I know this. And I hate having it up. But I make this sacrifice and leave it up because I realize it is loud. <laughs> this morning I knocked it over. And this is in red bold. Accidentally. And he responded aggressively, banging on the wall. 
it was an accident and I was in absolute shock that you reacted the way you did. I think we should act like adult. We should act like adults and stop acting like children running around telling on each other. It's quite laughable and immature. Trust me, I felt immature just texting our landlord today, but I was extremely hurt by your actions. Oh, shit. Again, I apologize for my noise. I don't do it meticulously, maliciously whatsoever. This morning was a complete and total accident, so I was shocked you reacted the way you did. But we are both adults and da-da-da-da-da. I'll continue to make it a point to be as quiet as a mouse. Sorry again. I'm truly very sorry about everything that happened today. Please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to speak to you. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Oh my God. I think, well, here's the thing. It was on the front mailboxes. Wait, one, two. This might actually, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me do this puzzle. There's no way it was me because I didn't get any banging on the walls. Someone pissed off at me. I think okay wait but the guy upstairs that's a dude it's not a does he have a boyfriend wait is he gay maybe I'm reading this like maybe he's gay and he's really quiet he might be the one and then the woman downstairs is oh guys this is door slam neighbor if it's door slam neighbor I can see why she get pissed because she seems angsty about stuff like that poor guy has a toilet seat that actually fell down I think it's him because why would this letter be on the front mailbox because there's like other apartments in the back that I thought this might be I think it would make more sense I feel like I don't know this makes this doesn't make any sense in your brains because you don't understand my like the structure of the building but I just put that together I'm like well there's only two people it could be then if it was at the mailbox it was at in the front fuck I don't know I just thought that was a fun little intermission um okay let's just move on the last segment here is uh just like shit from TikTok you know shit from scrolling I did find a great podcast I found so I, I told you guys all about daddy issues the dad and the son I think they're from is it Boca Raton I never know the fucking state or country the fucking country names the fucking city names in Florida other than like Miami <laughs> Um, Fort Lauderdale and Clearwater Beach and fucking, yeah. Ah, um, so yeah, I think they're from Florida and I talked about them a lot. And then now I found these two kids. I feel like they're middle schoolers or high schoolers. They're called, their podcast is called Jumpers Jump. And the reason I love it is because the clips they show on TikTok are just a minute long, right? But they, they're like packed with these insane theories these kids have the most like they will literally pull like random shit out of pop culture and go like I think they broke down something with um Drake and Kanye and how Drake and Kim yeah no Drake wrote a song a diss track or no what was it it was like Basically, they put the lyrics together and they, like, combined a bunch of information they got and made it sound like Kim cheated on Kanye with Drake. There's, like, ins- they have the most insane theories. So I don't know. Check them out. They're called Jumpers Jump. Uh, look on Instagram. They have a page for it. So, yeah, I saw that. Um, and then there's something going, ar- going on around uh, – I have, like, two other things here. And then I'll button this up. 
how do where do I want to go with this? I want to play a TikTok this woman did. Um, I'll just play it now about weak women. It's so on point and it's a minute long. So just for one minute, do, I don't know, just like strap in. I'm going to play some audio. 7.3 million views. Jesus. Okay. But she gets, she packs it in. Here we go. Can we normalize the fact that not everybody is a victim? I said that if you stay in a toxic relationship simply because you don't want to be alone, you are weak-minded. And here come the weak women. That's not being weak. Some women just aren't as strong. Right. Weak. Well, that's not weak. Some women just need to heal. You can't heal from a traumatic situation that you're still in. I can't heal a burn if I keep touching the fucking stove. It's impossible. It's a lot easier to call yourself a victim than it is to take responsibility and accountability for the things that you allow and stand up for yourself. The great thing about being weak is you can always gain strength. And for the men that's saying that strong woman mentality is toxic, no, it isn't. You can love a man, respect a man, and build up a man and still be strong. You're just not going to tolerate bullshit. For those of you that think that I don't need a man mentality is toxic, no, it isn't. You don't need anybody in this world. You need water. You need food. You need oxygen. But you do not need another human being in order to function. In fact, if you do, something's wrong with you. Can we normalize? Goddamn. How do I follow that? Um word period 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 it's whenever i see that word period there's like a t at the end that's how i say it period wow i do i have to elaborate on that comment on that i just like the way she um said everything and uh it's not strong to work on yourself like what did she say that women who stay in a relationship a toxic relationship are strong <laughs> she was like fuck that that's fuck that's weak shit get out it's being strong is getting out of that and it's like i guess there's a lot of i mean probably just some like dumbass woke bullshit about like healing healing yourself while you're in that um that toxic relationship and there's like some probably fucking therapy blog out there all about it I don't know so there's that and then let's just follow it up with something kind of deep there's a it's like a beautiful tiktok and there's a quote on it that said this feeling the need to be busy all of the time is a trauma response and a fear-based distraction from what you what you'd for be forced to acknowledge and feel if you slowed down I should have I should have like broken that up so it made like I just okay here we go so feeling the need to be busy all of the time is a trauma response and a fear-based distraction from what you'd be forced to acknowledge and feel if you slowed down That's the whole like sitting with your thoughts thing and how our generation is so fucking wound tight and we're constantly distracted, constantly in motion, constantly like getting that hit from checking our phones. And the second we don't, we're just like in our still stillness and we're slow and we're not busy. Uh, that's when people that I feel like a lot of us aren't cool with that. And in fact, let's let's reflect right now. Let's go to me. You know, this is the Jacqueline Rochelle. I'll, I'll circle myself in this conversation here. Um, I think that's why yoga works so well for me. It's really, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, working out's great. It's definitely like a time to just 
be with yourself. Think, you know, movement is medicine. It's great. I, I, I exercise is amazing, obviously. Um, but there's something to be said about like not blasting music and, and moving my body and literally just like listening to an instructor, like talk to me. And like, it's just very simple. And even when I'm just flowing alone, I'm not, I can't, for whatever reason, I don't do well with, I can play like light music, you know, just some instrumental shit, but I cannot do like a podcast while I'm doing yoga. I mean, I do sometimes I'm not a hundred percent, but, um, I really like silence and actually I, during 2020, I discovered that like I made it. I made it a point to do do things in silence more often. And I think currently the reason I'm even bringing myself into this, circling myself in, is because um, I want to get better at that. I really want to. I need to. I feel like I I really need to put structure around my day to day and have. Uh, what is it called? No, I love this this phrase. No excuses. No. What is it? Uh, what is the word? Not no excuses. It's like no uh, options or no. It's like when you're dating someone and you have those things that are like, what is it called when you can't there? I'm really struggling. I want to say the word. It's like on the tip of my tip of my tongue. No other options. No other... uh, You're not going to budge no matter what. It's like locked. It's sealed. It's fucking... Yeah, whatever. I want to have those... um, Those... I want to... I want to put on paper part... Like a couple parts of my day or a couple... Like I I really think around bedtime I need to get better at this. I don't... You know... And and then I'm like, Jacqueline, I don't give a... Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Who gives a fuck? You sleep amazing with your phone at your face until you literally close your eyes like I don't have I feel like this screen doesn't and who knows maybe I would feel 10 times better if I didn't do that an hour before bed or whatever but I do feel like if I had a couple parts of my day where I purposely like spend an hour in silence or whatever um even working like when I work just no distractions just like quiet time uh because a lot of times I have music and shit going I have clubhouse on I'm like working with clubhouse on the background uh anyways so ah, I kind of want to move on that's kind of just like dumb and annoying no other options no excuses un what's the word it's un something unshakable un fuck Ozzy will DM me. He'll tell me what the word is. He whenever I get stump, stumped on something, he sends me a he sends me a DM. He's like, "Oh, this is the word you were looking for." He's my Jamie. Uh, by the way, he's also a patron. Go over to patreon.com/tjms. This is my little in, in, my little uh like ad run in the middle of the episode. patreon.com/tjms to get access to my exclusive content my bonus content all the extra like what the f- ever do you guys do you guys subscribe to other patreon patrons like it's like i donate to a there's like a like help a kid in uh fucking 
the Middle East. I don't know. Like, I got I I don't know how to cancel it. And I'm not I can't I, like I literally I'm like what do you call it? I'm sponsoring a child and I get an email like every month when it says like, "Oh, you know, this is however many months of sponsoring the kid and helping them." Or I think it was like a food one to help. So, I I see that. I'm like subscribed to that Patreon. And um what am I saying? Anyways, I'm I'm like, do you guys do that? Are you guys on Patreon? Anyways, check mine out, patreon.com slash TJMS. Uh, I do shout outs every Friday and I do uh, phone calls. So you get my phone number too. So that's fun. Check it out. But yeah, if I, uh, there's something about me where I'm like, I cannot like fucking look at myself. If I cancel this, I just, I would feel like shit. And I, and it was one of those things where I like heavily researched to make sure the money was going, it wasn't some scam or some like bullshit thing. So anyways, um, here's the last thing I'm going to end with. It's sort of like in the realm of relationships and dating. So let's do it. There's a lot of TikToks of girls saying, um, if he wanted to, he would. If he wanted to, he would. About guys, like, if he wanted to talk to you, if he wanted to date you, if he wanted to get to know you, if he wanted to take you out, he would. That's the whole idea. And there's some truth in that. I do believe in that. And I do believe, like, knowing if a guy likes you or not should be pretty fucking obvious. And if it's not, he probably doesn't. Like, it's kind of easy to tell. And if, if, if you're getting a lot of mixed signals and confu- and you're confused, he probably it's probably not. Uh, well, here, this is why I'm bringing this up. I do have I do have something to say. I think that whole if they wanted to, they would isn't accurate. Oh, it's not always the case. That's and and here's why. And I'm just gonna apply like my personal experience to guys pursuing me or talking to me or whatever I have found that and and obviously there's the whole like in our generation it's cool to act like you don't care Uh, the person who cares less holds the power and they you know it's you don't want to act too thirsty and like you don't want to be too forward or here but here's what I have to say about that I don't know why I'm like this and and I don't I think it might just be I actually think that's attractive okay this is it's kind of fucked up to admit but that whole aloof like like not being full-on and aggressive and, and pursuing me makes me more attracted to you and 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 I think and I think that work I okay like because every guy this is why this is why I'm saying this and this is why I'm talking from personal experience like literally every single time a guy does the great communication the uh, this is am, am I into am I fucked up is this fucked up yes it is I, I you guys just hear me out whenever a guy does the great communication the, and I could be like super attracted to you. Like I could be like super into you. And I, you know, I think you're great on paper on social, like before we meet in person, I'm like stalking you and I'm like, yeah, great, cool. But 
whenever a guy is too, like, uh, he talks too much and he's too, like, texty and too call. He, like, I was on the phone that one, I told you guys, I was on, a f- on the phone with a guy for, like, six hours and I honestly was just, like, uh, it, we had a great conversation. I don't regret it, but I was kind of, like, I was pissed at myself, actually. Um, there's an example of me having, I literally talked to people on the phone for minimum, minimum of two hours. <laughs> but, um, you know, he's like expressing things like about commitment and relationships and dating me and, da, da, da. and I'm just like, dude, I've never met you. Like it's an immediate turnoff. And if guys are ever just like on my ass to hang out, all the time I like don't give a fuck about I literally just like ghost them I don't care and it's it's just I don't know what I don't know what that is I like a dance I like a give and take I like that tap in tap out don't always come after me because it makes me think about you more it makes me wonder about you more it makes me more like you're more um interesting and mysterious than coming out of the gates full like full force and just like pursuing me a hundred percent and and I and maybe here's here's where I'm at with that and I think this is maybe obvious I just feel like I'm a I'm a slow cat I'm a slow chick I feel like I'd rather build something over time before I do the full-on dating thing with you than like I meet guys and then it's just like, let's hang out. And then it's like the next day, like, Hey, we should get coffee and do this. And, and now let's go on. A tr- and it's just like, now we're dating. And I just, I'm not ready. For, I just like, don't want that. I'd rather be my, be my, do my life, have my independence, do all that shit. And then communicate with you free infrequently. And then it gets to the point where we've created some sort of, virtual bond or or phone call bond and then there's this like build up and then we go for it instead of I don't know guys I I I just don't know just I'm thinking of recent things where I'm like immediately if a guy is just too aggressive I'm like out it it's like a turnoff and that that's messed up because in the guy's mind he's like I have great communication I'm doing all the right things da 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 I just don't think they realize some girls and I don't think this is for every, this applies to everyone, but you have to like be kind of cool and, and aloof and mysterious and not so, cause I like it. I don't like something that's, um, I just like it. I like a fucking, what's the energy? I like a, is it the bad boy thing? Is it my fucking into the bad boy fucking I, I I am okay like I am in terms of like oh fucking I Jacqueline I'm into like the I don't know I don't fucking know but the whole if they wanted to they would thing is not always the case and uh, a lot of us are making calculated decisions like here's the thing I believe there are guys out there that want to talk to me more often than they do but they're making calculated decisions because they're fucking smart and they know that some girls run the fuck away and they and they, they'll get annoyed by it and turned off by it and, and not and they'll get they'll stop being interested in you if you keep coming at them 
too often and too frequently. So they're making those calculated decisions. They know what they're doing. And I think two people that are on the same page with that will eventually come together and, and it'll be fine or it'll work. It'll work out because they didn't, they were not, they weren't overbearing in the beginning. And guys, I am talking from the perspective of a fucking, uh, social media addicted, uh, millennial with, uh, dating profiles and fucking un- like the new age way of thinking about relationships and dating because it's not 1950 and we're not out in person constantly now, you know, at the fucking sock hop drinking a milkshake at the diner. Like it's different. So, um, I don't know. Just be cool, dude. Just be just like, eh, I don't know. Don't. Oh my God. And the fucking emojis. Some guys use guys, just guys that don't use emojis are the hottest ones. Too many emojis. Okay. You can use emojis, but too many of the fucking upside down face emoji. I'm just, you know, I'm just telling you guys what I like. Uh, you know, everyone is different. This is just, this is just me. Um, I have, I have specific, uh, triggers and I don't give a fuck. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's just me being honest. And I know that might be, you just, you might be like, wow, this girl's a lot. She's a fucking, she's a lot. But you know what? I'm owning, I'm owning it for the first time. I'm like, Hey, I actually like myself. I think I'm fun and cool and interesting and I'm not a loser. And it's taking me all of my twenties to get to this point. So I'm going to own my shit now. I'm going to say things with confidence that might sound fucked up and might sound weird and unacceptable to a lot of people. And that's just what it is. (sighs) Apparently, um, when animals hibernate, they don't go to sleep for three months. Like we were told in elementary school, this is another TikTok thing I saw. Uh, I forget where I saw it, but it's basically we've been lied to about hibernation and I'm going to Google this actually and look it up. But apparently when, when like bears hibernate, they don't like eat a bunch of food first and then like lay in their cave until the spring comes. They're just slower. (laughs) They just moved slower, but that's what, that's what tick, the TikTok said. Wait, <laughs> hibernation. The condition or period of an animal or plant spending the winter in a dormant state. Hibernation of bears or bear hibernate. I forgot about this. I, 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 this is like a random note I wrote. Um... Bears hibernate during the winter, but aren't sleeping the whole time. Hibernation for bears simply means they don't need to eat or drink and rarely urinate or defecate, defecate or not at all. Bears do not wake up, however, and move around inside the den. What the fuck? Ask a wildlife biologist, do bears really sleep all winter? Let's find out. Yeah, I guess there's like a lot of shit on TikTok about this because we felt, I think all kids were like, I, until this, I had the impression when uh, hibernation equals like in a coma for three months or however many months, multiple months until the spring, until it's warm. 
And they're like Han Solo frozen. And then they fucking dethaw. And they're full of berries and shit. Like bears. They're full of salmon and, ber- and berries. Bears will leave their den on occasion. Particularly when the den gets flooded or is badly damaged. Dude, that'd be so awesome to be a bear. Like, they have nothing to worry about, right? Unless unless a wolf fucks them up. Like, I feel like if you're hibernating, you're vulnerable. But I feel like bears are just chilling because they're bears. If food is present, a bear does not have to hibernate unless it is pregnant or winter. Or winter conditions are severe enough, such as found in Alaska. Cubs are born about two months into hibernation but aren't able to walk or feed on their own until they are about six months old. The den is a safe environment for the cubs as they grow. Dude, bear cubs are so cute. There are bear cubs at my college. We had like a bear um, at Washington State University. We had a grizzly bear. Uh, it wasn't much of a sanctuary. <laughs> they were there being studied. They literally were born in the in the you know in the cages and everything like they don't know what the wild is they've never even seen it so uh that still makes me uncomfortable but I loved I I feel like when people ask me what my favorite animal is grizzly bear is in the top three (laughs) like I fucking love grizzly bears I think all the animals I like are very pacific northwest like okay we got bald eagle orca whale grizzly bear bald eagle orca whale grizzly bear Wait, what am I missing? Wolf? I like I I know I'm I'm just gonna go with those as, those as my top three. Eagles, grizzly bears, and and uh, what are they called? Orca whales because of free willy. Free willy. So yeah, maybe you just learned something. They move slowly around their den, but they don't actually stay asleep the whole time. Dude, I want to look up a bear den picture. Bear den. Whoa. I have a den animal in my apartment now. My puppy's a den animal. A former wolf. Now he's a golden retriever. Now he's a very um, cute, funny looking wolf. And um, he likes to burrow. He likes to go into the nooks and crannies in the apartment and, and be in the dark in, in the little he likes he sleeps under my bed um and I'm okay with that because he feels safe and then every morning our routine is he gets excited he knows it's the morning every morning at 6 a.m we wake up and um he comes and jumps up and I have to lift him on the bed and then he immediately <laughs> he immediately goes over to my neck and just like flops his head on my neck. And I think I've posted, I've t- I posted so many pictures of this, but that's his spot. And I feel like he's, uh, it's for cuddling and, you know, he wants to, you know, ha- snuggle me and be close to me. But I feel like it's also for protection. Like he's like, I'm going to protect you. So he's just like every morning, it's the same shit. And this is also before bed, before bed, I'll lay on my pillow and then he'll just set his neck or his head over my neck. And it's, I don't know. I don't know, like, do, I'm sure all dog owners have some sort of, like, routine they do with their dog, or there's, there's like, a daily thing that happens with their dog, and that's mine, that's, like, a very, it's, 
it's like every single time. It's not like a sometimes thing. It's like every night before I go to sleep and every morning he cuddles me and puts his head on my neck. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Bear dens are uh, not that exciting, honestly. It's just like, okay. There's like a hole and then there's a cave and they're inside it. What a way to die. Damn. What's that movie I never saw with uh, Leonardo? Oh, Leo. He won the Oscar for it. DiCaprio. Is that one? Oh, wait a minute. The Revenant. Wait. Okay, wait. Wasn't it a joke for the longest time that Leo never won an Oscar? And then the Oscar he won... So when he won the Oscar for the Revenant, he won it for the Revenant, right? But he never talked in the entire episode. Fucking episode, the entire movie. But he, he made noises when the bear fucking took his head off or whatever the fuck. But he eat his ass first. I heard that. The bear started at his ass. Leonardo DiCaprio Oscar. I was at the gym in college. I remember I was on the TV. I wasn't at an Oscar party. I was doing cardio. I was trying to look skinny for the weekend parties. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> it was on Sunday. <laughs> Oscars are always on Sunday. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. How do you say it? DiCaprio. Oscar. The Revenant. Yeah. He didn't even talk. I actually have a picture on my old phone of um, being at the gym and like him holding the Oscar on TV because it was like a big deal that he won it. But yeah. Damn, was that what year was that? 2016. Damn. Shit's dude, time is flying and um I really feel distant from call like college now. And I what am I? How many years out am I from that? 16, 17, 18. Holy fuck. I graduated in 2016. I'm 5 years out. Wait, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, four years, full, four, four full years out of college. And then I'm going into year five. Okay. That's a, that's kind of crazy. And I will be 27 this year. Oh my God. Like that's actually wild. I've had a good ride. I feel like, you know, it's been kind of shitty. I mean, 2020 was, it was rough. It was fucking rough for me, but, um, I like that I'm finding myself now in a real way, in a super, like, no bullshit. I'm not doing any, like, you know, meditation trips or doing ayahuasca or fucking, like, doing any, like, external shit to, like, figure myself out. I'm literally just... I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like the podcast is helping so much. I'm just sitting with myself and my, I'm putting it all out there. And I feel like that's helping me find who I am more than like doing some drugs or like going to the desert or going to some like retreat and, and hearing someone use a bunch of fluffy words to say that I, about healing yourself and discovering like your truths and your passion. Da, da, da. It's like, until you fucking sit down this is why therapy is great and talk it out in this, like in a, and I'm doing it daily. I'm doing it for like an hour every single day. I don't feel it. I don't feel like you really know yourself or you really have that. 
it's all it's still in your mind I believe honestly I will I will uh this is just from personal experience but this is what I truly believe I believe that like obviously depression can be be cured by talking to someone but like I think we all need to hear our soul speak we need to hear our thoughts turn into words I think words are medicine I think this whole like me solo podcasting and, and talking out loud is fucking medicine it's fucking uh it's like a therapeutic uh it's like a therapeutic uh healing practice I don't know I guess it would it could be argued well that's the same as talking to your friends or going to the therapist da, da, da. but I don't know it's just my it's from I'm talking from personal experience but um but me me before all of this was in my head you know and I kept a lot of shit to myself I wasn't being vulnerable with strangers which I think is a huge step in healing and and making progress in your life is sharing your story and and talking about it and just not caring about judgment and literally just like I am absolutely this is like an Aubrey Marcus word I'm surrendering I'm surrendering I'm just like absolutely no inhibitions I don't care like it's honestly the most I, I the best I've ever felt but back to what I was saying is I'm five years out from college or whatever I feel like um the last eh, the last couple of years have been kind of rough, not ideal. Um, I've been finding myself, but I like that I'm I like that I'm doing that now because I just look ahead at like this year and moving forward. Like wow, I just put so much work in, and it's only going to be I, I can just tell like I'm so equipped for life. Like I feel like I'm in such a good place. Um, what 165 days of talking to myself in a row, like. I'm still going, uh, I'm not stopping, but it's definitely made an impact and it's been, it's, it's, I think it's accelerated my personal growth. It's accelerated my, my, the development of my brain and, and, and liking myself and it's extreme. Yeah, I know. It's like, what the fuck? Why do you do it every day? But it's kind of like going to the gym. Like I can't at this point, I I need to like it's like I have to do it to be okay (laughs) no (laughs) I'm kidding it's also creative and fun there's that aspect but I feel like it's a I'm just incorporating it into my life where it's like going to work out it's except I'm working out my brain and um I know there's a lot of studying of the brain now and there's a lot of like talk about you know the Neuralink stuff and a ton of talk about mental health and, and wellness and all that shit but it's it's true like the mind is everything it all starts up in your brain and fucking tend to it babysit it work on it it's awesome I love you know I I think like I just want other people to figure I, I think a lot of people don't like themselves and I was one of them for so long and I'm not a hundred percent. There are days when I'm like, I'm fucking disgusting. I hate myself. Like I'm not a hundred percent, but I think I want, if I could help everyone just like, like find like, just like, how do I say this? Like fully express who they are. 
at all times and just feel comfortable about that and not feel like they have to morph and change and adapt to their surroundings all the time and like act a certain way and da 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 and like I feel like I'm around a lot of people and I'm just gonna say it I'm just gonna fucking say it there's a lot of um like dumbed down versions of human beings around me when I'm out in public and just like every no one is really letting it fly it seems like everyone just kind of like they're everyone's fucking boring and, and they're just not like and I think it's from social media. I think our phones, I think all of our fucking profiles and, you know, our, all that aesthetic, uh, Instagram shit is killing personality. It's killing being, uh, eccentric or eclectic. What the fuck? What's the fucking word? Like, um, being like weathered and interesting culture and like fucking like, like everyone is just fucking the same. Not everyone. See, I'm saying general statements. When I say general statements, I'm just, I, I, it's not always, you know what I mean. Um, especially with kids now, like I'd love to go hang out at a high school and just be like, what the fuck, uh, to observe it because I don't know. Um, I think what I, well, I finally cracked. I finally cracked because I realized in order for me to be well and to like move forward in life I was, you know, in my twenties and like get my shit together. I had to literally get on a fucking microphone and be myself a hundred percent with zero. I know it's like a cliche, but like no fucks, like legitimately, I don't care about getting canceled. I don't care about offending anyone or like, I'm not here to make friends with everybody anymore and, and please everyone and appeal to everyone like I was before where I fit into all those little boxes that all these people f- fucking live in now. And it literally, I literally just like, and it all f- happened very randomly, but I'm so glad it did because I found how fulfilling and great life has been since I made this decision because I'm like, as I say all the time, like I'm hearing my soul speak. I'm he- hearing the real me come out every day. And it's like emerging. It was always there, but I never... I never practice expressing it. I always suppressed and suppressed and fit in with everything around me. And I was like a little fucking Tetris piece, just trying to like fit into any group I was in, into any, anything. And now I walk in the room. I'm like, this is who I, this is me. I'm not going to dumb anything down here. Take it or leave it. Okay. I'm not always brash and, and insane. Like I get on the fucking podcast. Okay. I'm like cute and ditzy sometimes too. Like I am. I'll own that. I do. There's a nice balance there when I, when I uh, like, I just, I don't know. And it's fun as fuck. I feel like it's fun as fuck to, to sit with yourself and, and, uh, and fucking get it out. It's just like, it's, it's like a hobby. You know, it's my passion. Obviously I never shut the fuck up about podcasting, but, um, yeah, I just want to be, I want to, uh, fuck, I don't know. It's a whole Logan Paul quote that I, I talked about the other day where he posted something like a, a response to a question on his IG like Q&A and it was like something along the lines of someone asked him like what's your greatest 
like accomplishment or whatever in 2020 or something like that. And he said, becoming someone I love. And I've, and I've talked about this before, but I, 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 that like, I literally screenshot it. I was like, whoa, like being the type of person that you would like want other people to look up to and you would want as a role model for your kids, like being that person being someone you love, I think is so important. I just love how he worded it because I think obviously in his past, it was fucking rough. All that Japan shit, all that vlogging, crazy ass shit. I don't think he loved, like, I don't, you know, it was part of his learning experience and life story and journey. But I think now when I look at Logan Paul and I think of the stuff he's doing, like I can see why he's, he can say that with confidence that he's become someone he loves. I think he's doing a lot of things that are um, just like, I don't know, just, I guess more, more fucking sane and normal and level-headed and not so crazy ass and like his younger vlog shit. But anyways, I, I feel that too. Like, I feel like I'm becoming someone I love and that's cool. <sighs> All right. That kind of got deep. I did like news. I read, I read the neighbor feud letter. Um, yeah, the, the fucking crazy news today was probably my favorite part of this episode. Um, oh, other and other news. GameStop's got a hearing tomorrow. I think it's the first hearing of GameStop. I think it's at 9 a.m. And I'm going to be a fucking Zamboni driver every fucking night cleaning up my floors. <laughs> Like, I just see myself, like, this is so dumb shit, but, like, <laughs> having a mini Zamboni. You know, do you guys know what those are? Whenever I went, whenever I went ice skating, I always thought it was funny that the Zamboni thing would drive around the rink. I just can see myself having, like, a an apartment-sized Zamboni, but it's, like, for hardwood floors and, and, like, fucking marble and tile and shit. And I, like, sit on that every night in my PJs, and I have, like, all my skincare on, and I'm sitting there just, like driving it around because I have a dog and it's fucking hairy everywhere and there's grime everywhere and I just like it's like my last thing I do every day every day <laughs> like you guys you guys have to understand like just mopping my floor every night is it's fine like I, I I don't care that much and I don't have to do it it's just I feel better about like waking up and then the floor is like really nice because he's I don't have a, a yard. I mean, he lives in my, he's a, what's, what's he going to be like with like his big long hair? Am I just gonna have to get used to this? I think, I think, I think, uh, apartment people or apartment dog people just kind of let the shit, they just like kind of live with it. Uh, I don't know. All right. Love you guys. Thanks for hanging out tonight. Um, hit that subscribe button. I'm here seven days a week. Um, head over to patreon.com slash TJMS to get access to my bonus content, my exclusive content, become a patron. It's fun. I do shout outs. I do phone calls. Check it out. Patreon.com slash TJMS. And it's pay to play. No such thing as a free fucking lunch. Okay. It's pay to play. Um, and then follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Monroe. And if you're on Clubhouse, I'm on Clubhouse. I know. I'm on it at Club Jacqueline. Follow me there. And uh, yeah, hope you guys had a great Wednesday and I will talk to you tomorrow. All right. Bye guys.